Hi, I'm Paul Schrempf. Welcome to Microdosing, where we look at small, specific topics, such as a person, business, or product, that represents a bigger trend in the business of healthcare. In this series, we are headed to health, an acronym spelled H-L-T-H. For those not familiar with health, in under five years, it has quickly become one of the most popular healthcare conferences in the industry. We'll be taking brief moments to speak with exhibitors, speakers, and attendees. I hope you enjoy. Hi, I'm here with Jerrica Kirkley of Plume. Jerrica, welcome. Thanks, Paul. Really happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. Great. Well, standard opening question. What is the two-minute Jerrica? <laughs> so again, Jerrica, and I go by she, her pronouns. I'm the chief medical officer and co-founder of Plume. And so a little bit about Plume. Plume is the first digital health company entirely dedicated to the transgender community. And our vision is to transform healthcare for every trans life. So we provide direct patient care, uh, things like gender affirming hormone therapy and broader primary care to the trans community, but also really focusing on leveraging the data and the insights we gain from that care to inform care guidelines broadly for the trans community and also policy change. So that's how we see ourselves affecting change in the healthcare world. Many things to that, but to take a step back and kind of about me personally, I'm a family physician by training. And so I actually started Plume with my co-founder, Matthew Wetchler, who's also a physician. We were best friends since medical school. And the thing that got me into healthcare in the first place was a passion for providing care to underserved communities and saw medicine as a vehicle for social justice. And my residency was the first time that I had the chance to actually provide care to the trans community as a physician and fell in love with it. It was a beautiful process to be a part of. You know, I immediately understood the massive gap in care that existed and dedicated my career to trying to close that gap. And so I've provided care. I've, I've taught on gender affirming care in public settings, such as federally qualified community health centers, private settings, academic institutions, and ultimately started Plume because I was still running up against many barriers and challenges and getting my patients into care. And I'm a trans person myself. So, you know, even as a physician with a lot of knowledge, when it comes to the healthcare system, I was having my own challenges in getting care. So Plume was really an idea to address this access gap and really provide affirming care and, and insert joy into the process in a way that, that I oftentimes saw it absent in the legacy healthcare system. Yeah, and I think that's one of the, the many great things as, as we're heading into health next week is, is just how they make sure there's a relentless focus on addressing a variety of, of health equity issues and making sure that we're thinking of all the different pockets and the different types of communities out there. And would love to go back to that, specifically what Plume's doing here and we'll be talking about next week. But to zoom back out, this will be your second time at health. And I'm always trying to make sure my listeners right. get a little taste of what to expect from people who've been there before and a little bit about what you're anticipating for this year. Sure. So last year, Health in Boston was the first health conference that I went to, and it was really cool to be a part of, you know, and I, you mentioned health equity. That was one of the first times and one of the biggest stages where I actually saw health equity talked about in a real way by every, well, I'll say by a lot of people in the healthcare industry, which is really cool. You know, I mean, I've been providing gender affirming care, working as a family physician for over 10 years, you know, doing Plume the last three years. And I think there's a lot of reasons why we're seeing that conversation heighten now. But yeah, that was a, a big moment for me to see that and really cool. And I, I think we're uh, so really excited about seeing that and where it is now at Health coming up here in a couple of weeks. Just as a company, one thing we're focused on, of course, is always increasing access. And 
having a cash only direct care program is a way to do that. But we'd love to see the rest of the healthcare world getting on board. And we're starting to see that with health insurance companies and payers paying attention to this, right? And being a part of that conversation, employers and healthcare providers broadly. So yeah, really interested to see what kind of conversations are happening and around that specifically. And I think like in really creative ways to access care. No, I, I like that a lot. I think there's, we get into a lot of talk in healthcare and I think we can get ourselves twisted. And what I like about the, the health conference is they kind of put their money where their mouth is or walk the talk, so to speak, is when we're talking about patients, they're going to make sure we've got patients there and patient stories. When we talk about health equity, we're going to make sure that we've got people uh, of diversity talking about that versus people outside, you know, trying to, to pretend we are. And then one of those big pieces is pride at health. And this is a, a big push for them as well. You're heavily involved in this community, but tell us more about the role of pride at health and what we should be expecting. And for those of us that are interested in kind of engaging more, how can we do that? Yeah. Well, it's something I'm really excited to be a part of this year. I was asked by Health to help facilitate the Pride at Health session. And really, it's a space for any LGBTQ plus identified individual who works in healthcare, who's at the conference to come and just join in community with other folks who, you know, who share that lived experience in some way. And pretty casual, not super structured, but really just trying to create a space of connection. So I'd say, you know, if you, if you do identify in that way, in some way, and you're going to be at Health, would love to see you there. And I think it certainly has deep personal meaning to me as a trans and queer person myself and who's founded a company that is entirely dedicated to the trans community. And while, you know, the journey is obviously very individual for all of us, but there are some parallels. I think when we think about certainly the trans community broadly and what it can look like as part of any minority community, really, when you're trying to access healthcare in a system that traditionally has been one size fits all and it turns out it's it's not <laughs> so but yeah you know, it's a pretty casual space and just uh more than anything a place uh, to to find connections yeah it, it, every little bit helps for sure and then let's come back to all things plume what are some of the big headlines and topics you're looking to get out there next week as an organization yeah. So we just raised our Series B recently, closed on that a couple months ago. And with that funding, really trying to find additional ways to reimburse payment and specifically with health insurance companies and employers. So we'll be talking about that. Might you know, have a little announcement in that regard coming up and expanding our scope of care. We started with primarily gender affirming hormone therapy, which is incredibly important for many trans people and also really hard to get. But again, fully understand the need for holistic care. And we wanted to prove out, validate that model, specifically in a telehealth setting, doing gender affirming care. So it's super exciting. Now we're at that moment where we can actually start to broaden that. And again, getting into just basic primary care services, things that you can find or should be able to find in your general clinic, but again, can still be hard to access because of bias, because of lack of competency, both clinical and cultural when it comes to our healthcare system at large, since it's not universal training. So expanding scope of care and really creating meaningful partnerships with employers and health insurance companies are what's big on coming up next for us. That's great. I'm looking forward to learning more because there's a lot I don't know in that space, and I'm afraid I probably don't even know what I don't know in that space. So more is more for me. So I'm looking forward to learning more and seeing really great success from you and the team at Plume. Um, Jerrica, thank you for taking a few minutes of your time to share your story about health, private health and plume and looking forward to seeing you next week. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Really appreciate it. Right. 
Thank you for listening to Microdosing. If you'd like more content like this, go to our website at md-pod.com. And that will triage you to all the common podcast platforms and social media pages to follow us. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.